You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, host of Food for the Future, a weekly podcast that brings the humanities to today's food dialogue by showcasing everyday people trying to make a difference in agri-food. This show is part of the series Food for Thought, with stories from big thinkers who spend their lives envisioning a flourishing food system in their local communities for our entire human family. We'll be speaking about youth leadership in agri-food with Leslie Noble, Program Director at 4-H Canada. Welcome, Leslie. Thanks for inviting me. It's great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. Leslie, what is 4-H Canada and how long has it existed? Yeah, 4-H has been one of the most highly respected positive youth development organizations in Canada for more than 100 years. 4-H Canada was founded on the innovation and energy of youth engaged in agricultural communities. We believe in nurturing responsible, caring, and contributing leaders who are committed to positively impacting their communities. Um, 4-H is one of the world's largest youth organizations and can be actually found in more than 70 countries across the globe. I actually didn't know that. How cool. I didn't realize it was in 70 countries and that youth started it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Real leadership right on to theme for our show today. And what kind of programs does 4-H Canada offer? So together with our partners, we offer innovative youth-centered programs that provide meaningful, positive experiences designed to build confidence, positive self-identity, and self-esteem, as well as a sense of achievement. Youth can find a multitude of programs available to them um, in 4-H that connect with their personal spark. So everything from beef and dairy clubs to dog and other small animal clubs and projects. We also offer programming in money management, um, in STEM, so science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, cooking, photography, outdoor living. Um, I could just go on and on. There's so much that's available. So it's really um, expanded with the time. So things that have become of greater interest, it's not just whatever the programming was 100 years ago. That's the way it stayed, although some of it is, which is fabulous traditions and leadership for youth in agri-food, but new things. And I can attest to that. I did get my 18 clubs. I worked really, really hard, Leslie, and uh, I, was in, I was in the homemaking in my, in my rural community. And some women leaders uh, said that they would be our 4-H leaders, although we had guys too. And that was in the 80s when I had started my 4-H clubs. And we did anything, even though it was the homemaking category, we did fitness, we did camping, we did uh, all kinds of crafts, quilting and sewing, and of course our cooking. And we would name ourselves something really fun, depending on what we were. I remember for our sewing club, we were Burr's Bobbins, which is the little uh, <laughs> sort of spool that you put your thread on if you are familiar with uh, sewing. And it was just so much fun. So you had mentioned 70 countries and mm-hmm. around 100 years and the broad range of programs. How many communities and youth across Canada participate in 4-H? Yeah, great question. 4-H programming is available in communities across all 10 provinces in Canada. Um, We also have a very small number of clubs in the territories. So currently we have uh, over 17,000 youth that participate as members uh, in more than 1,250 clubs across Canada. Wow, that's incredible. And when we think about um, the next generation um, of person working in agri-food, but also the next generation of leader in agri-food, 17,000, it's very encouraging to know that the leadership skills and that sense of community and sense of camaraderie, but also the professional practice. There's a lot of technique in the 4-H clubs, that skill acquisition that's acquired, that it's so encouraging when we look forward, when we hear some of the shortages we're going to have in agri-food, whether that's farming, whether that's um, working anywhere 
everywhere in the industry, but also uh, in education, making sure in school food that that curriculum and programming is really high standards. So very, very, very encouraging. And uh, Leslie, what does the four H's stand for? Yeah, so the four H's actually represent our core values. So head um, stands for managing and thinking, heart, uh, relating and caring, hands, giving and working, and finally health uh, for being and living. You know, that's very comprehensive. And how do youth learn leadership in agri-food? We've been talking about the programming and whatnot, mm-hmm. but leadership specifically. Yeah, 4-H in Canada programming is organized within uh, four leadership development pillars. Um, and one of those pillars is identified as sustainable agriculture and food security. Um, in recognition of 4-H as a global movement, 4-H Canada has expanded this to include a focus on sustainable agricultural practices, as well as the vital importance of food security, both at home as well as abroad. Um, as global citizens, youth are more and more interested in where their food comes from, how it's grown and produced, and how to feed a growing uh, global population in a sustainable way. All 4-H programming is delivered in alignment with our motto of learn to do by doing, and it's therefore experiential in nature. So 4-H members are learning to contribute in hands-on ways with agriculture and in the agri-foods. And they do this within their club programming and projects uh, by participating in outreach initiatives available from 4-H Canada and taking part in a variety of engaging opportunities. So these might be things like farm tours, speaking with industry leaders, participating in workshops, and a whole variety of other things. All of these opportunities and our positive youth development approach meet youth where they are and empower them to use their voices uh, to take positive action that are important to them um, within the agriculture as well as other sectors. So a lot of leadership opportunity. You had talked about uh, being global citizens and food security, and that's going to give them a lot of a strong foundation for the future, but also uh, a lot of people in agri-food, it's um, business. And so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of new funding. I know federally and provincially for sustainability initiatives, there's a lot of also exchange and um, travel abroad opportunities to see new farming techniques or new agri-food practices. So a lot of incredible things happen. Happening. And I like that you had said it's what they define as their path in leadership, that it's mm-hmm. not, this is the program, this is what you do, and everyone goes through it standardly. So there's a lot of choice and a lot of their own personality and their own hopes and dreams in terms of how they express leadership in 4-H, which I think is wonderful. And Leslie, you mentioned learning to do by doing. So mm-hmm. can you give us some examples of how Canadian youth demonstrate leadership, not just learn it, but demonstrate leadership in agri-food? Yeah, so I can't speak on behalf of youth, um, but I can talk about the actions that we see 4-H members taking. So we know that 4-H members have a strong connection to agriculture and agri-foods, and they're passionate in these areas. 4-H Canada's positive youth development formula supports the development of a sense of purpose, responsibility, and leadership through positive youth-adult partnerships. This positive youth development formula builds responsible, caring, and contributing young people who are empowered to be successful, take action, and use their voices in ways that are meaningful and important to them. So this is going to look different for every 4-H member, but some actions we know our members uh, take include starting food pantries at their school, uh, learning about sustainable farming practices, encouraging local grocery stores to repurpose fresh produce to minimize food waste, um, as well as speaking at agriculture and agri-food conferences at events, uh, both within Canada as well as globally. 
So a range of experiences in leadership, and you had mentioned they use their voices and Mm -hmm. opportunities to speak in large uh, arenas, but also making sure they make a difference close to home, like you mentioned, the grocery stores. So they really have a finger on the pulse of what their communities need and a theme of food security and um, challenges with cost of living right now that youth in 4-H are responding to that, but also looking to the future in terms of agri-food. So a really, really great program. Historically, there has been a real rural presence in agri-food. And I think, and I I believe you agree, that really 4-H doesn't have any boundaries, that it is urban ag, that it is also something that um, cities and towns and, you know, little municipalities can start up 4-H programs because it really is such a great program. What are your thoughts on 4-H being not just a rural organization? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there definitely is that historical context um, of 4-H in small agricultural communities, but it's growing all the time um, and branching out. Um, You know, such a large percentage of our population lives in suburban and urban areas um, that the 4-H movement is is moving into those areas as well as our alumni move into different areas uh, to pursue their future um, and careers. They bring 4-H and the movement with them. Um, And like you said, you know, agriculture can be such an assortment of things from vertical farming um, to growing tomatoes in in a window box. And we just need to to break down uh, some of those preconceived visions of what agriculture is um, and let everyone know that 4-H is that and so much more. Mm -hmm. And then also connecting youth and people in all areas of uh, Canada's populations to really embrace their role and connection to food, whatever that is. If that's growing that tomato plant, like you said, whether that's, um, you know, generating an urban garden, whether that's the uh, food skills in some of the homemaking clubs, we know that that's really uh, certainly something that we all need is more food skills. So 4-H can definitely help with that. And so if you're listening and you're in an urban area, definitely look into 4-H and think about what might that mean in my community and, um, you know, libraries and little community centers. And there's lots of places to be able to engage in a 4-H club, which I think is, I can't say enough about. I loved it myself. (laughs) All these years later, I still make sure it is on my CV. It really is something that helps youth with leadership in agri-food. And just before we go to the break, Leslie, you must have so many inspiring and rewarding experiences in what you do. What's one of the most inspiring things that you've observed from a young leader in 4-H? There are just so many inspiring stories um, about members who are taking positive action in agriculture, um, as well as a variety of other areas. I think what stands out to me is their unwavering willingness um, to share their knowledge and skills that are connected with agriculture and agri-foods with others. Uh, 4-H members are passionate about these sectors and want to help bridge that connection between producer and consumer. They want to help break down stereotypes that exist in the sector and help the sector to thrive. Um, I think the way that 4-H members continue to show leadership by stepping up and seizing opportunities to do this in both big and small ways, from speaking at their local fair, um, taking their fellow classmates on a tour of their own farm, uh, leading by example, starting programs for food security at their school or attending and speaking at UN conferences, um, they all continue to inspire me. Yeah, I know it wasn't a fair question because there would be so many things. How do you ever pick one? But thank you for that broad answer. And I, I couldn't say that my observations were more consistent, that there's um, 
such a pride in the quality of life of agriculture and agri-food and such a um, uh, sincere commitment to sharing all that it is and uh, an incredible program. So we'll talk more about that after the break. After the break, we'll hear more from Leslie Noble from 4-H Canada about the social importance of youth leadership in agri-food. This is Food for the Future, and I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts. I'm Peggy O'Neill, host of Food for the Future. We're speaking about the social importance of youth leadership in agri-food with Leslie Noble, Program Director at 4-H Canada. Leslie, this show is part of the Food for Thought series, so we talk about big ideas and how we can envision our uh, way forward together. Why do we need to keep thinking about and advocating for the next generation of leaders in agri-food? Yeah, it's uh, it's no easy task to feed our nation and our global population. And I think with issues like climate change and urban sprawl, um, these challenges are becoming increasingly complex. Um, today's youth will need to deal with these and other issues. Um, from my perspective, programs like 4-H are equipping youth to effectively manage these and other challenges. Today's youth are creative, passionate, and ready to address the challenges that they face. I think meeting youth where they are and equipping them with the skills they need to thrive will not only positively impact the agriculture and agri-food sectors, but others as well. Um, I believe programs like 4-H are doing just that, equipping youth to thrive and tackling these complex challenges. I see it as our responsibility as caring adults to ensure that youth have access to what they need, like uh, 4-H programs, so that they can effectively do all of this important work. You know, I think that what you said is really important. I know there's a lot happening in school food right now, federally and provincially. So whether that's school food provision or whether that's food system literacy, and it's it's not just something that we have to relate to uh, public education to do, that there's so much happening in communities with a lot of really interested people that mm-hmm. those investments in and those um, sharing the knowledge and education for the next generation of youth is so, so important. So just to shift gears then, Leslie, to society, what does it gain from investing in youth leadership programs in agri-food? Yeah, from my perspective, I think what we gain is a stronger, more vibrant society. We gain future leaders who are responsible, caring, and contributing members. Uh, we gain an agriculture and agri-food sector that thrives and feed our, feeds our global community while doing so in sustainable ways uh, for our collective environment. I think that's so important because we all enter the agri-food continuum somewhere and there's a lot of victim villain narratives. However, you had mentioned this nation needs a lot of food. The world needs a lot of food. And so we need um, uh, big producers to do that. We also need people protecting traditions and thinking about other ways of doing things. So the organic fair trade, indigenous BIPOC conversations are essential to quality and moving things forward. And the urban ag, we need people helping keep food close to home, a lot of greenhouses and whatnot, and certainly our home growers. So there really is something for everyone and we need all hands on deck. We need everybody. And so 4-H helps wherever you're entering that um, continuum in agri-food to be able to participate. And we take a humanities approach to the show, which includes big ideas and and having a vision. How does youth leadership in agri-food relate to this way of understanding the world? 
Well, at 4-H Canada, we strive to support youth thriving so that youth can be successful in all areas of their lives, um, which obviously includes their future careers. We know that well over half of 4-H members have a strong desire for their future career to be in the agriculture sector. 4-H programs, like our Careers on the Grow suite of programs and opportunities, uh, support members as they prepare for these future careers. We understand that to prepare future leaders in agriculture and agri-foods, it's important that 4-H members have opportunities to build their transferable skills, learn through mentorship opportunities, participate in internship programs, and explore the wide and expanding careers available in agriculture and agri-foods. Our goal is to provide these opportunities to 4-H members early on in their career journey so that they're confident in their skills as leaders in agriculture and agri-foods as they move into their chosen careers. So it really is that learning to do by doing and engaging the whole person, the head, heart, hands, and then for better health across the continuum of health. Really, really great programming. And the show's called Food for the Future. How can we all think big to create a brighter way forward together in agri-food? Well, from my perspective, I think it's important that we recognize what youth already bring to the agriculture sector. Um, when we do that, we're taking a big step forward. Youth need caring adults to provide support and mentorship to help them put their skills and ideas into action and impact the sector in positive ways. I think looking for opportunities where individuals can help make this happen, um, maybe through becoming a 4-H leader or supporting a local 4-H club in their community is a great start. Um, these small actions in support of today's youth can have big impacts, not only for the youth themselves, but also uh, for the adults and, of course, for the agriculture and agri-food sector. Lots of fun all around and lots of contribution all around. So, therefore, lots to look forward to. I think there's just so many exciting things that are happening in 4-H um, in Canada from coast to coast to coast. Uh, we continue to look for new and meaningful ways to incorporate the UN Sustainable Development Goals into what we do. Um, and 4-H members and clubs can look forward to two new outreach initiatives that will be launching uh, very soon through 4-H Canada. These initiatives are going to focus on Sustainable Development Goal number two, Zero Hunger, as well as number eight, Decent Work and Economic Growth. These initiatives are hands-on opportunities to explore uh, the sustainable development goals in meaningful ways. I would also encourage anyone to check out our past outreach initiatives. Um, the activity books can be accessed for free from the 4-H Canada website um, and are wonderful resources for anyone uh, to use. Um, I'd also just like to sneak in a quick thank you to our leaders across the country for all that they do to support 4-H members, including our future leaders in agriculture and agri-foods. I'd encourage our 4-H members to continue to look for new opportunities to make a difference and make a positive impact in agriculture. And finally, I'd encourage families and youth who are new to 4-H to take a closer look at everything that 4-H has to offer. So lots of things to uh, really be thankful for, the incredible leaders, the contributions of the members, and all that there is to look forward to with the new programming in the Sustainable Development Goals, particularly two, which is zero hunger, and eight, which is economics, more and access to work. So really, really, really wonderful contributions right across the nation and across the globe. You had mentioned the 70 countries participating in 4-H uh, across the world. So thank you very much, Leslie, for sharing your encouraging information today about youth in agri-food. It was wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a sincere pleasure.
Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking about big ideas and youth leadership in agri-food with Leslie Noble, Program Director at 4-H Canada. Each week, to continue to envision our future in agri-food together, we leave you and your family or friends with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about, how could you help youth become leaders in agri-food? Something to do, search 4-H Canada to find out about programs, leadership opportunities for youth, scholarships, and to see how agri-food youth generate local ideas towards global change. Next week on the show, we return to the series, Waste Not. Don't miss a show. Subscribe on Curious Cast or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our Platinum Elite Level sponsor, Burn Bray Farms, Eggs for Life. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday on 980 CFPL, Curious Cast, and where you get your podcasts.